I'm Tom from the Ballpark Bros. Here's Mike. This next presentation on the Four-Eyed Radio Network is brought to you by Revenge Lover. Stand out from the crowd. For more information, visit revengelover.com and mention the podcast for 10% off on your order. Radio Network. It's now time to tame them all with your host. I'm RJ, also known as Anime Redneck 96, and I'm Team Gabumon. And I'm Reggie, also known as True Carols, and I'm Team Agumon. To listen to this show, you can find us on fouriderradio.com, Facebook, Twitter, Spreaker, iTunes, Stitcher, Zoom Marketplace. Who uses that? I don't know. That must be some new thing. Blackberry Podcast, Blueberry Podcast, Microguide, PodDirector.com, Double Twist, Swell Radio, Player.fm, and now Google Play Music. This podcast is brought to you by Revenge Lover Designs, illustration and design that fit your personality. For samples and inquiries, visit RevengeLover.com. So, Reggie, uh, what's new in the world of Digimon for you? Well, you guys know that Digimon Tri came out with another episode, and this time we get to see Patamon Mega Digivolve, although we already saw him in this, you know, the second movie. And to Seraphimon, but this time we also have Biomon, who becomes Ho-Oh-Mon, which, you know, basically Phoenixmon in America, but, you know, Japanese. Hmm. But, yeah, it's a pretty much a Sora-focused episode, but, well, episode, movie thing, but, yeah, so, uh, next one looks like it's gonna yeah. be Kari-focused, though, and then that's, yeah, you remember how in the second movie, Gatomon, like, Mega Digivolved and became that dragon? Yeah. Yeah, apparently she's going to be her, like, Digimon Frontier evolutionary line. But it's going to oh. be, like, the Fallen Mode version. That's cool. Yeah. Oh, Fanimon, Fallen Mode. And she's like, I guess it's Gatamon Goes Evil or something? I don't know. So Tri's just doing, like, one character from the original series per movie type of thing? Uh, Well, it's, like, double focus, but um, for each one, like, uh, the new character that they introduced in the Tri, uh, I think... Her name is May or Mako. I it's it's I keep messing up between her and her Digimon because they have similar names. But uh, tsunami? No, not oh, Mako Tsunami. It. That's the Yu-Gi-Oh podcast. That's our other thing we do. Oh yeah, that's the other thing. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, you know the freaky fish guy. But um, <laughs> yeah, so like uh, yeah, it's uh, the last move. Uh, one of the movies was uh, pretty much Joe and Mimi focus. Uh, another one was like Izzy focus. I think. Hmm. Uh, yeah, a lot of them are like going between at least multiple characters, not just one focus per episode. I mean, like I love seeing the animation style. Uh, obviously, the humans though could have been a little more different between them. Like pretty much the same stock face with just different eye colors and different hair. It's like, a... yeah. But yeah, the Digimon, the Digivolution sequences are still awesome. Although I wish we could get like classic Agumon, Gabumon, Mega Digivolve style. Digivolution mm-hmm. instead of That'd like you know uh, just it's them and then like the digi egg and then like oh now they form the new evolution like the new digivolution forms. Yeah. Also, what is up with Izzy's eyebrows? They're bigger than his head. I have no idea. I mean, eyebrows really? Let me, let me check a picture of that. I mean, and Mimi looks like she's. You know what? We're family friendly, so I'm not going to say that. Uh, yeah, good. We'll just so, censor it out later. <laughs> nah, I'm, I'm not going to edit. We know I uh, don't yeah. edit. <laughs> <clears throat> Let's see. Digimon forever united. Digimon. Digimon. Did you oh, wait, see... why am I doing Frontier? Did you see the Team Four Star thing of the movie and that song at the end of it? 
Uh, Bridgemon? No, I didn't. I didn't okay. see it there. That song is. So I, saw, I saw the one that like uh, Shady Vox did. Yeah, know, this or... was thing Team Four Star did like last year for uh, the Tatis Broly. Yeah, Oh. <laughs> oh wait, April Fools is coming up this year, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Huh. Oh, we should do we should do for that. Yeah. What should we do for our episode? I don't know. Maybe make a Pokemon podcast or something. Uh, dudes, uh, what are you guys doing on our show? Well, looks like we're coming. Prepare for trouble. And make it double. Nope, this is not happening right now. Magnemite, go! Thunder Shock. Heracross, come on out. Megahorn. Like we're blasting off off again. again. There's an explosion behind us. Today we have two special guests. First up, we have, as soon as he unmutes his microphone, RJ Sills, also known as Anime Redneck uh, Number Number, because I can never remember that. It's, from the uh, uh, Explosions Behind Us podcast. Yes. Yeehaw, how's it going? And also with us is Luke, whose last name I kept on mispronouncing in the first episode, but it's I now know it's early, so Luke Early is with us today. Hello. <laughs> so, big fan of our show, I know, because he always uh, live tweets us at least. As much as he can, I know, and it's always fun to see that. By the way, thank you for that. I try. Uh, yeah. So today, um, it's actually April first as we are recording this. Uh, so oh. yeah. Do we have anything planned? I don't know. I, I haven't looked at any. I keep forgetting it's April first. So. Yeah, yeah. Are we going to do a podcast about Zoom Marketplace? Because I've never heard of that. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. But uh, Pokemon did try and pull an (laughs) April Fool's prank, and I got to say, it was not the best one out there. No, Uh, Power Rangers had the best one. uh, I did not even see what they did. What they they did? They said the theme is now available for hit clips. Remember those things like in the early 2000s? Like music. That's that they is the awesome. theme song for Kid Clips. That's so fantastic. Nice. I think I've got the photo. Hang on. Oh, that is so cool. <laughs> there it is. What if, if it'll, this yep. was just like on their social media? Yeah, I think it's the I think it's the movie that had it. Wow. That's so that is awesome. That's it, good. It, Definitely puts uh, Pokemon uh, to shame because all they did was McChamp has been unveiled as the supermodel face of a brand new campaign, Machamps. Basically saying McChamp is now an underwear model. Oh, that's weird. Fail. That that would not be the weirdest thing I've seen. Okay, what is it with Pokemon (laughs) and McChamp lately? I don't know, but it's getting really weird. (laughs) It is. It was already weird. Uh I mean, you could have maybe said it was a mistake, but I don't think it is because this one is it's just as weird. Yeah. I'd rather weird have to begin with. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, Pokemon um, are not, not humans. They're not humans. No matter how much they look like humans, they're not humans. Unless they're sale and it looks like both Pokemon and human. <laughs> uh do not Google those Pokemon names or scroll down. You'll find nope. bad things. Well, Don't do you, it. well, if you go to Team Four Star, you can see how they had Ash versus Perfect Cell. That was actually the apparently Pokemon abridged is a thing. Their version of Cell versus Ash was better than Team Four Stars. I don't think I've seen either of those. It, huh. It's it's a thing to watch. I'll tell you that. <laughs> it's, uh, I wouldn't recommend anyone under the age of eighteen watching a few of them, but it's interesting. Good note. Discretion <laughs> well, I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> Says the Deadpool fan. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, uh, also in the news, um, it's been a little bit of a slow news week besides for Pokemon Go, but um, villain Pikachu plushes are now available at the Pokemon Center online. Uh, basically, you can get Pikachu dressed up as a Team Rocket, uh, 
Team Magma, Team Aqua, Team Galactic, Team Plasma, Ooh. Team Flare, but no Team Skull. Which is a bummer because that's one of the best Pikachu plushes that I've seen. Okay, I like these. Huh. I like the, I guess it's Magma where he's wearing the red suit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, I, I like that one. Technically, you could take the Team Aqua, maybe uh, edit it a little bit to make it look more like Team Skull, but... Well, didn't they advertise a Team Skull one at some point? Shouldn't it be on the way? I think it might have been Japan, though. I don't know. Because, oh. eh. you know, Japan gets all the cool stuff. Yes, yeah, they do. Mm-hmm. Yes, as, uh, Not fair. As toy collectors, we all know the pain. Mm. <laughs> or as a Doug knows, he's a ring collector. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then also in the news, uh, new expansion packs for the cards are coming out in May. Sun and Moon Ooh. Guardians Rising. Yes, 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 yes. The Guardians are rising, and my bank account is lowering. Are the mm-hmm. like forty, fifty dollar boxes out now? Like Sun and Moon with like oh, the, the, the whatever they're called boxes. Yeah, those things. Yeah, they, yeah. Have, they have Sun and Moon Elite Trainer boxes. Okay, Isn't I need to buy Sun. Yeah, that's not what you like. Thirty bucks, <laughs> like $30, 40 up on Amazon right now. Okay, yeah, they're about four. I'm thinking of Magic, where they're like fifty bucks piece. But yeah, okay, I need to get Sun just because that box art looks great. Guys, yes. I went on to I went onto the Pokemon Center website, uh-huh. and I I want every single Ditto plush. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's right? the other thing. They announced uh, Japan announced that they had all the Ditto plushes, and there was a Magnemite Ditto plush. America releases it, and there's no Ditto plush of Magnemite. <laughs> That's because America's afraid to release the word Ditto. <laughs> there's there's Ditto plushes. There's just not a Magnemite one. Exactly. But I can get one on eBay for like $25, $30, so it's all good. It's not terrible. If, if, you, if you haven't seen these Ditto plushes, it's worth checking them out because they are super weird and super cute. So I think they've done, I think they've done all the starters. There's certainly a Pikachu one. They have, I think, five out of the eight um, evolutions. Uh, they have a Vulpix for some reason. So, oh my god, they look amazing! Don't they look funny. Yeah. <laughs> it's I just, just like a... <laughs> it's like a it's a poorly colored, <laughs> like it's like a faded and a version of a regular Pokemon with like a dumb Ditto face. It's hilarious. <laughs> exactly. I want that more. So, actually, you... no, I want all of them. Which I love the Magnemite one because instead of Magnemite having like the one eye and like no mouth or anything <laughs> like that, it's got the two dots and like the smiley face. And I'm like, it still works and I want it so badly because this is the only Magnemite plush in existence right now. So I'm taking it as quickly as I can. And I don't have any Pokemon plushes, but I would, I would strongly consider getting one of these Ditto ones. Oh my yeah, God. I, I don't them. have any cool. either. <clears throat> you liar. I know, there's one literally right behind me. They do. <laughs> <at it. laughs> oh my gosh, there's a bunch of them. Luke has a ton. <laughs> no, there's only a Charmander that I had when I was a kid and a uh, Pikachu that my brother had, and he ripped the tail off. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <that's> good. <laughs> All right. Uh, awesome. so <sighs> this is my Charmander. Yay, there's Baby Dragon. Oh, is that the uh, Build-A-Bear Charmander? No, this is a very old um, uh, fair prize-winning Charmander plush. Gotcha. (laughs) Its flame is looking a little sad. uh, You know, (laughs) just fluff the tail (laughs) flame. I once again almost, almost (laughs) went into Build-A-Bear to get one of the plushes. But again, I just like just walking into Builder Bear. I wasn't with anyone. I was like, maybe this isn't the day. <laughs> yeah, Doug. I'm gonna be honest. So, with that beard, you walk into Builder Bear, you're gonna be on a list before the end. That's, that's what I was. <laughs> Last time we recorded, we talked about like go, if we could go to the Pokemon movies, and I was like, I would not be able to just go. Like, <laughs> I would be. No, I'd get looked at funny. People wouldn't 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 be okay with yeah. it. Speaking of yeah. Pokemon movies, topical. Netflix actually sent me an email like 30 minutes ago saying, we just added a show you might like, and it's Pokemon X and Y, the series. It's XYZ, the XYZ. final season. Oh, nice. But I was like, oh, oh that's ironic that it was today I got that. 
Unless, of course, that's like a cool <laughs> joke, in which case, not cool, Netflix. Not cool. That would, I don't that would be a terrible, terrible April Fool's joke. No, right? Netflix already had their April Fool's joke. It was called Iron Fist. Oh! I'm seen sorry, but we're losing connection with RJ. I'm going to have to... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm just gonna have to, and there. Oh, he's gone. I muted him. Oh no. <laughs> just Note to self: head. Agree with Kyle. <laughs> yep. Magnifies the best. <laughs> so how do I unmute him? That's the question. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> Hold on, I'll figure it out. <laughs> unmute. Oh, man. What have you done? I don't know. Oh, my God. It's like that time you opened those cards and got lost. <laughs> okay, I can unmute it myself. That was... Oh, there we go. Oh, oh it's him. Look, look, to be honest, I haven't seen it. I just want to throw that joke in there. <laughs> I have yet to see it, but that was, that was too great. That was worth it. <laughs> it was. Oh, that was awesome. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> um, let's see. Oh, and then last bit of gaming news: uh, new Global Link mission is available. Yeah, they want everyone to hatch at least two hundred thousand eggs. Have any happen. of these been successful yet? Do we know if any of them have been met? Uh, I don't know, but I'm just gonna say there's gonna be a lot of hurt dittos in the morning. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Wait, can I say that? Yeah. Sure. I mean, if anyone asks, do what you want, dude. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I have eggs that I've had for probably six months that I haven't hatched yet because I'm just yeah. Now, Pokemon Go eggs, uh, the Sun and Moon eggs in the. Uh... Oh, okay. Yeah, that makes this it a lot be, easier. <laughs> this would be a global link mission I could actually contribute to if I could connect to the the internet because I have whole boxes that are just full of like. Uh, eggs that I've hatched trying to get certain natures and stuff. Mm-hmm. But alas, alas, <laughs> I can't <laughs> contribute to these. Uh, I do. I mean, I still like the, the fact that they do them. I just, I, I wonder if they have been successful at all. Um, and I just wish I could contribute. So I haven't I turned the game on in a while, so I couldn't, I couldn't even tell you. Mm-hmm. I don't know. All right. Um, so that's about everything else that's not Pokemon Go news. Because, uh, you know, anime still nothing. So, yay. Uh, not a... Your tweet did nothing. I know. Nope. They didn't even respond. That was the sad part. I was like, I would have even taken like a like or something. Mm-hmm. <laughs> But uh, Pokemon Go, we've got at least three bits of news for Pokemon Go. Um, First thing, which is the biggest, happiest thing of them all, evolution items are now 100% on your seventh-day streak spin. Insert applause here. Yes, and I finally got a King's Rock, and I finally have a Politoed. Jealous! Mm. (laughs) Politoed, Politoed. That just reminded me that I have to go spin a Pokestop today, or else I'm going to break my streak. I haven't even started my streak yet, so I don't feel too bad. I haven't. <laughs> mm, I, nice didn't do it I got my item Thursday. I didn't do anything Friday, and I didn't do anything today. So I'm kind of like, eh, it's not like I'm missing anything right now. So That's true. You're not breaking a streak. <laughs> exactly. Nope. You're on vacation from Pokemon Go. Yep. I still open it every now and then, but it's not nearly as exciting now that the uh, Water Pokemon Festival event is over. I Okay, I, right. I, I liked the Water... I like the promotions they do. Mm-hmm. I like the water festival. I was surprised because I felt like the amount of Magikarp that I would run into on a regular day without the water festival was more than when I, what I ran into during the water festival. Really? And I don't know if that's just because there were so many other water Pokemon around. I live on a river, so Magikarp are constantly around. I do it. <laughs> So I think like almost all the time, all nine or eight of the nine Pokemon were just random water Pokemon near me. So it was actually kind of hard to find Magikarp, but I did have two friends who found um, shiny Magikarp. So that was pretty cool. So jealous. That's the third thing. Shiny Magikarp. Now a thing. 
Oh yeah, the third thing. Yes. And apparently that's it too. Yes, but um, so Luke, did you find any uh, cool water Pokemon during this event? Mm, not anything out of the ordinary. I did catch a Totodile finally. That was exciting. Nice. Me too. My gold, my gold plus picked it up, so I didn't get the excitement of throwing the ball and getting more candy or nothing. But uh, that ah. was exciting. Um. Off the top of my head, I can't think of any other ones. That was pretty nice. I got quite a few Magikarp candies. Not nearly enough, because I didn't go out as much as I would have liked to. Um, yeah, that's probably about it. Oh, I did get enough uh, candies for another Blastoise. So that was cool, too. I saw a ton of Squirtle. I saw maybe two Totodile, but Squirtle were out the wazoo. It was crazy. Um, I saw a ton of Seals. Oh, that would have been really? a cool one to run into. Oh, yep. I didn't see I got, any. I got a ton of seals, and I finally actually got a dugong, so I was quite happy about that. Nice. Um, I also caught enough chin chows to finally get a lantern. Congratulations. Nice. Thank you. And then <laughs> I only need two more totodiles to get a for alligator. Whoa, super jealous. I only Lucky. have two. It helps living near a beach. Oh, um, yeah. Um, that makes but sense. I know Pokemon Go, they tweeted out how many uh, Magikarp were caught. I couldn't believe during it. During the event. Uh, pulling it up right now, because I know I had quoted it on our Twitter account with um, a joke. And basically they had said, <laughs> great work, trainers. Uh, collectively, you caught over 589 million Magikarps during the Pokemon Go Water Festival. But Kyle... Nobody plays Pokemon Go anymore. That game. Well, <laughs> the instant players still play. It's all the other players that don't play anymore. So. I mean, <laughs> oh yeah, that's definitely true. Yes. Shots fired. <laughs> but you know, uh, 589 million Magikarps. That culminates to be about maybe two Gyarados, three if you had uh, <laughs> used the pineapple berry on it. But that's about it. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, no shiny Magikarps for me, but I did capture a 139 CP Magikarp, so I'm quite happy about that. Oh, wow. Ooh. That's exciting. Yeah. The worst part, though, is anything with good IVs is very low CP. Like, I caught a 91, or was it 93? Either or. Uh, Magikarp, and it was only 40 CP. You know what, what CP that Gyarados is going to evolve into? 600-something. <laughs> That's super frustrating. <laughs> so, um, I'm going to ask you, like, how do you know about the IVs? Like, how do you know, like, if it has good IVs or not? Yes, this is one of the super, or one of the reasons we were super excited to talk to you, Luke. It's because you know all this stuff. Well, um, playing around with the game quite a bit, and then I learned, you know, there's people out there that play it quite a bit more than even I do. So, YouTube videos, I learn from different people online whatnot. And uh, the Silk Road, which you discovered about a month ago, yes. that <laughs> website is fantastic. It is. I've been to Love places it. I've never been to before now, thanks to it. <laughs> I wish people around my area would find it so they'd update the nests. No one uses it where I am at. So I'm in the middle um, of nowhere, just me and my Silk Road all by myself. <laughs> so, yeah, so that's basically it. The okay. stuff that you're learning through videos and, uh, you know, through other people on, online, is that stuff Is that stuff that people feel 100% confident in, or is it all working backwards and constantly fine-tuning? It depends upon what it is. So, like, with this shiny Magikarp stuff, there was no information available when it first came out. So it's people learning and just sharing feedback with other people to try and figure out, okay, is there any... Can you chain catch Magikarp, and will that help you? Turns out, no. Um, <laughs> you know, stuff, stuff like that, basically. Just trial and error until there's enough information out there from, like, Silk Road, where a lot of people are reporting, oh, I'm not getting a seventh-day spin, or I did, or I got the evolution, you know, just stuff like that. Okay. Yeah, I know one of the things that I had asked you at one point, or that you and I had talked about or something, I don't remember specifically what it was, but it was just theorizing about how something worked in the game. And I'm wondering, does does a lot of the stuff that you come across come from 
data mining or is that stuff not in there? Or um, not easily, like, to, easy to find necessarily? The data mining that the Silk Road does, that's a lot of it that I see. Um, and the same with the videos that I watch. Those people all, same thing, they look for, you know, the Silk Road and what they do. That's where I found the Silk Road, actually, is through the people I watch online. And that's where I get a lot of my information from, other than, you know, going out and playing and figuring it out on your own. Okay. Um, it just sucks that I'm not in the heavily... A Pokemon, what do we call it? A Pokemon Go friendly area. <laughs> <laughs> I, know, I have I wish to I could drive seven point. miles down the road to get a decent amount of stops and gyms where the gym or the town that I live by, the closest one, we had one gym and three stops. <laughs> so, <laughs> But now they updated it last week. There's actually two gyms now huh. and another Pokestop. Nice. Pokestop, you have to drive up a private drive, which is like a Dead end road, mm-hmm. and the poker stops in the middle of a field. So that seems interesting. Yeah, I, I I went up there once because there's an Ammonite, and I only needed a couple more for Amistar. Okay, nice. Nice. I didn't do it. <laughs> <laughs> um, RJ, I didn't get to ask you. Did you catch anything during the uh, Water Pokemon Festival? No, because I had no idea it was happening. However, I just discovered. <laughs> I'm guessing due to it, I can wear Magikarp on my character's head now. Yes, that's the other so biggest much. thing. So that's going to be a thing now. Yep. So that's that. I got that during the Water Pokemon Festival thing. Uh, yes, that that is by far the greatest thing to happen during that event was the Magikarp hat. <laughs> um, I absolutely love it, and it was free, so I was like, "Okay, cool." Yep. I hope yes. they do more of these. I would probably buy one of those in real life. Like yep. in- I'd waste the coins. They may. Oh win. no, I mean, like, I would buy that to put on my actual in real life head. <laughs> <laughs> if they made I'd a spend camo real one, I would. <laughs> if they made a camo one, I would. But... <laughs> That'd be an interesting shiny variation. Actually. <laughs> You could wear a Porygon one using its camouflage uh, ability, and there you go. There you go. Done. <laughs> Let's see. Good luck finding one. Oh. <laughs> You're yeah. uh, Not bitter at all. Who needs upgrades? Ugh. Yep. Oh. That's the situation have... I'm in. Yep. Still need a Magikarp or a Porygon or whatever. I have the Porygon, and I have the upgrade. But I've only ever had one Porygon, so I think I have like twelve candies or something like that because I hatched Ooh. it. So at some point, I'm gonna have to make it my buddy and walk forever. See, at least you're walking, your buddy. What's that? Yep. At that's least nice. you can make it your buddy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. Oh, I will say the water thing did get me a squirt. That's why I got the squirtle the other day. Oh, nice. So nice. Yeah, I just need ninety-five more, and I can get Blastoise. Wow. Perfect. Starters do not show up around here. Charizard shown up like once or twice. I've got more Bulbasaur than anything. But yeah. See, I want... my area is a grass and water area. And yeah. anything in between them, like bug and poison, I get a bunch of those. But when it comes to like fire, mm-hmm. ice, um, rock, ground, I mean, it's very rare. Yeah, let's see. Uh, we, had, we had a Growlithe nest at one point, um, and sometimes we see Vulpix, but we never see fire stuff. Almost uh, ever. See, I, I think I'm a... just stuck in a Pidgey nest, because that's all I have. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. I was... Oh, go ahead, Kyle. I was just going to say, we had a Growlithe nest here, and that's how I finally got my Arcanine. Mm-hmm. Um, but we only knew about that thanks to uh, the Silph Road, so thank you, Silph Road. Yeah, we like you, Silk Road. Um, yeah. Wish that um, incense were were more effective in you know areas that weren't necessarily super heavy. But I guess I'm making an assumption. And Luke, I'm wondering if you know how they actually like. What do they? What do they actually do? Do you have to have other people yeah. around you? Do you have to be in a good area? From from the trial and errors I've done with like my buddy, I go with. Um, We've set up lures before. We've walked around those lures, you know, in a little, within a block or so. Um, it helped a little bit what we thought, 
we thought we'd seen more of her, you know, the more Pokemon spawning. Um, the most Pokemon I've ever seen with incense was eight. And okay. you get six, if you that you get right away when I was working on the farm and there's nothing, I mean, nothing that pops up in the middle of nowhere in the country. So that's hmm. how I actually enjoyed the game the first few days until I realized, oh, I need to go to town and use this stuff to make it work. I but, think that, uh, every but, half hour you get six Pokemon just standing around doing nothing. But there, there are probably six Pokemon that are just common to that area, right? Yes, mostly. Um, usually there would be at least one that would be either an evolved form that might be a little bit out of the ordinary, not really though. It's usually the, just the common ones. Because I wish that I wish that the incense allowed stuff that wouldn't normally pop up to pop up. Like that'd be cool, right? Yeah. Yep. If it was almost like a booster pack, where like you expected to get some common stuff, but you also knew that there was a, a high likelihood that one of those things would be something you'd never run into normally. That would be cool. Yep. It would be. Same with lure modules. Why can't they be Pokemon that you never see? Mm-hmm. Why are they just these common Pokemon? The last time I did one, though, a vile plume did pop up, so that was kind of cool. Nice. I still don't have Crap a vile plume. IVs, but <laughs> by evolving. Hmm. All right. So, uh, main episode discussion is still Pokemon Go, and it's basically how Pokemon Go has brought back fans to the fandom. Because obviously, I mean, like before Pokemon Go, if you had gone down the road saying "I like Pokemon," people would just look at you and be like. What? How old are you? Why are you at this movie theater by yourself? <laughs> exactly. And then Pokemon Go comes out, and you say you like Pokemon. It's like, oh, hey, me too. I used to love it when I was a kid, and now I'm getting back into it thanks to Pokemon Go. And then like a month later, everyone forgot about Pokemon Go, and they said they just kind of stopped playing. And now when you say you like Pokemon, you're like, really? Isn't that dead already? And you're like, no. And then you got to explain that it's even better now because it has Johto. And they're like, what's Johto? And then you just disown them forever. <laughs> Yep. I just, I just that hasn't that. happened to me. Um, <laughs> I just want a fandom where I don't have to explain those things. Good luck. Yeah, I know, yeah. right? <laughs> Good luck. <laughs> it's not really a fandom. It's more just common knowledge. Mm-hmm. If I've learned one thing, people don't have knowledge of things that are common. Like <laughs> no. Yeah. Well, I definitely, you know... I know we talked about this this like way early on when Kyle and I first started this, um, but when Pokemon Go launched, it just exploded where I was to the point where, you know, it was almost like it's like almost dangerous to drive around because there were so many people around, um, and it was really really cool to have, you know, it sounds weird, but like to be able to just like be in a group of people and then run into another group of people and talk to strangers, but about something that you are all enjoying and whatnot. And you could tell that tons of people had just started to kind of come back into it. And it was cool to see people, you know, recall or feel this nostalgia or whatever, um, kind of similar to what the, the recent Power Rangers movie is doing where people who haven't watched or done anything Power Rangers in a long time are like, Oh yeah, I used to love that show. Um, so it definitely did that. It certainly died off a little bit, but the friends of mine who started playing Pokemon Go um, after having either never played or haven't played in a long time are still playing it. And they're, I mean, by all, by all, uh, you know, def- by everybody's metric, they're probably considered super casual, uh, but they still play it constantly. So good. New fans, I suppose. Yeah, that's awesome. Uh, I'm glad uh, people are still enjoying it, but, most of my friends who like were posting nonstop about it, like on my actual Facebook page, like friends I know from like high school and whatnot. Now they're kind of just like, they don't even post about it anymore. They don't even play it. I'm like, do you even still play? Like I'll post be like, Hey, I'm going to Mount Trashmore or which is a local park by my place. And I'll say, Hey, I'm going there. Do you want to go with me to go hunt Pokemon? And they're like, Oh, you still play? And I'm like, <laughs> yeah, why not? It's getting me outside. Uh, in the sun, for crying out loud. <laughs> Why not? That's right. <laughs> so. And- I don't know. I mean, is that... Do you, 
one like do you think that's most people's experience is that most people just sort of played it for a month or two and then stopped maybe that's maybe my uh, maybe my sample size is uh you know not accurate or my sample is not accurate I think a lot when the tracking went down is when people really stopped playing. Yep. Just because it was like, mm-hmm. oh, it's a lot harder to find Pokemon. I don't want to play anymore. And then, you know, like at first it was like, oh my gosh, everyone's playing this. I got to play this too. And then once some people started to stop playing, like, oh, okay, it's not nearly as popular anymore. I don't need to be on the bandwagon to play. I don't need to keep up with the times. I can move on to the next fad. And... I don't know. They're missing out. Exactly. Like, I'm still seeing people play. Um, I still, I'm a part of a Facebook group uh, for Virginia Beach uh, Instinct players, and all they talk about is just taking over gyms and whatnot. And I'm like, can't we just, like, go hunt for Pokemon? <laughs> no. And, like, one person showed how many eggs they have. Like, they showed, like, that they got all nine 10K eggs. <laughs> Dang. And they're like, and they're like getting ready for this. And I'm like, oh, that's awesome because I have seven 10k eggs. I'm almost there for myself. <laughs> but you look up in the corner where it shows like how many Pokemon they have, and it says 1,000 Pokemon out of 1,000 Pokemon. Whoa! And I'm like, how? Why? <laughs> and some people will share like all like there are Pokemon that are in the gyms, and it's like a bunch of Dragonites, a bunch of Gyaradoses, and I'm like, oh, I know. where did you get these Ugh. Dragonites? And I'm just. And I don't even have a Dragonite. I just got a Dragonair. <laughs> I can finally get I can finally get a Dragonite, but I'm waiting for the right opportunity to evolve it. It's the <laughs> only one I've ever waited to evolve. So I've caught two and I hatched one and that was like my second 10k ever. And I still have it. Like if you go by recent, it's way at the bottom. Nice. And that's the one I evolved into Dragonair, and it's literally like 300-something CP, and it's like, pfft. <laughs> <laughs> Worthless. Yeah. See, I'm not big on taking over gyms. I'm more of just the collecting thing. So I have one of every single Pokemon that I can get my hands on. So like, I have a Bulbasaur, I have an Ivysaur, I have a Venusaur, and so on and so forth. Because it's just... That's what I do, bit- but I... I... I- I would, I'd be interested in doing gym stuff. It's just being surrounded by so many people. It's like, it's, it's hard. Like there's no beginner gym where I am, you know? So to actually keep something in a gym for 24 hours, I don't have anything that comes close. You know, the, 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 the people at the top of these level 10 gyms are like 30, 34, 30, whatever. And all their Pokemon are like terrifying. So I'd be interested. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's very so, frustrating taking over gyms, and then you're all, yes, I got how many Pokemon? You wake up the next morning, gone. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I just, uh, I, I, I wouldn't mind trying. I just, there's no way I would be able to do it. Yeah, there's like it's, one gym in my town, and the few times I've been able to take it over, it was back when it first came out, because I don't have any strong things now. But I would take like the most random, weakest thing, I know at one point it was a rat-a-tat. At the other time it was... <laughs> but I would put that in charge of the GM just because I knew it would aggravate somebody to think that that oh, was yeah. the whole thing beat them. Oh, yeah. It annoys all these diehard gym people. Like, when you take down their gym and you put up something super uh-huh. weak. Was yep. Something, it was maybe Diglett? No. It was something dumb. I know See, it was. <clears throat> if oh, it was I ever take over a gym... Ditto. Nice. That's See, if I ever take over a gym... All I want to do is just put like a Pokemon that I know no one else has probably seen in the area. Yep. So this way they can mm. add it to their Pokedex. Mm. So like I'll put down like a Diglett or Rhyhorn or something. Cause like those aren't that common here or something I caught when we were in California. So, I mean, just to help out a little bit, you know, like <laughs> I've seen other people do that. Like uh, one of my gyms, uh, two people who I think one was like a Valor, one was a Mystic and they were constantly trading on and off between each other to put up something random so this way I think like the other one could actually look at it and add it to their Pokedex to see which I thought was cool and I was just sitting in my bedroom just watching the whole thing go down and I'm just like click ooh Mr. Mine and then a little bit later on ooh Kangaskhan ooh Jinx and I'm like this is adding to my Pokedex awesome that's cool so I like players like that that are just in it for the fun not the competition 
Yeah. I don't mind the competitive players, but I also can afford to say that because they're not getting in the way, you know? So mm-hmm. um, because there are enough enough opportunities. This, this is the big, the big huge disparity in the game for people in different places of the, you know, of the country or different parts of states or whatever. The big disparity is some people can afford to kind of choose how they play and some people can't, um, and that kind of stinks. So it doesn't bother me too much, but I could totally see where it would be bothersome where the options of, of where to play or how to play or what's popping up you know, then it, it's, it, it would be super frustrating to see your, the one gym in town constantly dominated by the same people or something like, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. See, mm-hmm. I don't mind most competition. Like if it's friendly competition, that's fine. But when, like I said before, I'm part of the Facebook group and they'll be posting like, Hey, just took this gym from team mystic and uh, back us up as soon as possible. And I'm like, <laughs> it's 12 o'clock on a Wednesday. Why aren't you at work? Starter. <laughs> and then, like, they'll post, like, when, like, say, Valor or Mystic takes over their gym. Like, oh, those guys over at Valor or those guys at Mystic, they just took my gym. Help me take it back. And I'm like, <laughs> how about you just relax for a few minutes? It, it's a gym. It, it, it'll be there tomorrow. It'll be there. Yep. Exactly. Yeah. But okay. You and I need to start our own just collecting Facebook group, and we wouldn't be able to do anything with it because we live too far away from each other. Exactly. But it would exist. <laughs> but, see, that's why I want it. Like a, I'd love to meet up with like a bunch of people from like my area, go Pokemon hunting in different places and whatnot for the nests, and just have a good time collecting and not worrying about gyms. Mm. <laughs> All the gym stuff might be changing, though. Yeah? Because Niantic has, if I remember right, I think there's three big Pokemon Go things coming this year that they have planned out. And gym reworking is one of them that I remember. Mm. I don't remember if we're supposed to know the other two. I don't remember. So, But Mm. for sure, gym rework is one of them. So that'll be interesting Mm. to see what they do. You know, how are they going to change the format? Is it going to be the battling style? How you can put Pokemon in a gym. That'd be kind of cool if they changed that, I think. Hmm. But they have you wouldn't have all these Dragonites and, and Rhydons, Gyarados. You, you know what I mean? You wouldn't see the same stupid Pokemon in every gym. It'd be a cool variety. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah like cool. only mm-hmm. one of each Pokemon in said gym. Yep. Well, uh, Kyle, you and I just, I think, just talked about this like yep. two weeks ago on our gyms episode where it would be kind of cool if in the Pokemon Go gyms, you could somehow have different types of gyms where yep. you know, this gym is literally, you can only put electric Pokemon in because the, the first person put an electric Pokemon or something like that, you know, di- just different, different ways of doing it. It would almost be, it would be interesting if when you took over a gym, you were given three options and one was like, you know, type gym, one was you know, something else gym and one was something else gym. So you could choose um, like what that gym was going to be. Cause then you could kind of strategize if you are super competitive with other members of your team to say like, okay, if we have four gyms in town and we want to take over all four of them, what's the best type of gym or what's the best combination or whatever. Like it, I think it could benefit lots of different types of players to have different types of gyms. Yeah. I'd be down for that. Oh, definitely. <laughs> Be all four more gyms because I don't think the other three cities have gyms. I know one is somewhat down the road for me. The other one is the next town over. Only two. The one down the road for me is a public building, pretty much. The other one is a Chinese restaurant. Hmm. How did they make There's... these things? Like, how did they determine <laughs> what becomes a gym? I want to know this because it makes no sense. Yeah, I think it has to do with their old game, right? Yeah. They have it all mapped out, I think. Yeah. But isn't there a way to request gyms or Pokestops? I don't know what that process looks like, but isn't there a process? Or did I make that up? I I haven't heard that, but I don't know if you can or not. I remember hearing Hmm. when it first came out, because one of our buddies, uh, Deno, was complaining because his place was a Pokestop, but I think they made it where you could... Uh, apply to 
not be a Pokestop, and they were trying yep. to make it where you could apply to be a Pokestop, but I don't think it ever came to fruition. Well, the the uh, the request to remove Pokestops, you can do that. That I know you can okay. do. Um, there's like an appeal process, and actually, there was some there was some city that Milwaukee. Is that I know where what you're was? thinking of? Yeah, where you're thinking of? They have really strict um, like curfew rules for parks. Curfew. Yep. And they and shut so, the Pokestops down. Yep. Yep. Niantic worked with them so that their Pokestops aren't active um, after a certain time. So, like, when you spin it, it says this Pokestop is closed um, until that curfew is lifted for the next day, which is actually pretty interesting. It's cool. I think that could be pretty valuable in certain places for sure. Oh, yeah, definitely. Like, cemeteries that have Pokestops and gyms? That's just dumb. (laughs) (laughs) There's a gym in the middle of a... in a big cemetery in the town next to us, and it's literally right in the middle on this, yeah. like, not like the statue thing. It's like yep. right in the middle, and you can and see people parked there in the middle of the night in the dark. It's like, get out of there. What are you doing? <laughs> oh, it's song. I will not go into a cemetery like that at all to play this yeah. game. <laughs> I will not do it. It makes sense no based on, uh, on their old game because their old game was all about exploring your environment and, like, Basically, it's a it was like a collaborative scavenger hunt for monuments and interesting places in your city and whatnot. So, the more that people tagged things and visited things and whatnot, the more significant they became when they did their next game. So it's like <laughs> some of this stuff was like really weird coincidences. It was great when it first came out, and certain like police departments and sheriff's departments were Pokestops. I call bullcrap. Mine wasn't one, given I worked there. You know, I could just <laughs> go all day. But like the face, like those places, Facebooks would be like, oh, "We're a Pokestop. Come check this out," and stuff like mm-hmm. this, just to see if people would show up that have active warrants. And that is just great to me. <laughs> well, and for and for us, like other businesses and stuff would do be like uh, you can do, be like we have a poker stop in the jail you can come <laughs> on back if you're on a cert- if you're on the list <laughs> walk on Brilliant. in <laughs> yeah nice. that, uh, that was great nice. i miss that not necessarily that specifically but like that sort of like utilization of the game you know so yeah. um the sort of the, the public relations opportunity that was there yeah. i know um some stores had promotions for different, you know, if you showed them that you had the game or whatever. Um, and, uh, like, I know I, I work at a school, like at a college, and so we put out, like, a map of our campus that where all of the different stops and gyms and stuff were on campus. But it was also a way to say, like, here's a way to be safe on campus. And it was, like, a, it was a fun thing, but it was also a way to put out information we would have already put out anyway. So I missed some of that those opportunities i wish those were still around nice yeah um my wife she works for the uh, aquarium here and uh they had posted up on their facebook page saying hey we're a pokestop and a gym make sure to check out our uh gift shop for all these cool items and it shows like the gift shop and like right there in the center table they had photoshopped in like some pokeballs and some potions and some revives <laughs> and stuff like that and it Brilliant. Was cool. i was like now that is cool that is genius marketing Mm-hmm. Hmm. You don't see anyone uh, promoting Pokemon stuff really anymore. Like I remember seeing like people post like signs of like um, restaurants. They'd be like, "Show us your team Valor today and get twenty percent off. Uh, show us your team Mystic, get fifteen. Show us your team Instinct and uh, receive receive an extra ten dollars on your bill. Stuff like that." <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I saw something similar to that, but like some places they would do like each day would be like a different uh, discount for different yeah. teams and it was cool and I like that I miss those days mm-hmm. yeah. now that if that would happen goal. everyone would be like all the people that just want to make fun of it and think it's like a footnote joke that doesn't exist anymore they'd be like oh you play that that or nerd that's so weird though because all I don't understand how that this is probably a greater fandom type question like philo, like philosophically but how does that happen where the people who were literally just playing it six months ago are like oh that's still a thing like, you were just playing it mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, yeah. it's probably still on your phone <laughs> it's weird 
I don't get it. People, people are weird. Mm-hmm. People are super weird. Uh-huh. Uh, you don't have whatever. <laughs> They're saying the same thing about us, right? <laughs> okay, I'm just saying people in this county are Pikachu. idiots. <laughs> <laughs> that felt good because I haven't cussed in like 30 minutes. <laughs> you should do a whole bunch no, of but... shit. Uh, We've been recording for almost an hour now. Let's see. Okay, so it's an hour. God. <laughs> okay. You, have you could no do idea. different Pokemon sounds. They could be having a conversation. <laughs> but that'd take a lot of editing. So. Char, char. Oh, but since you are guys, <laughs> I'm going to say the Team Four Star thing, They the Pokemon abridged makes Ash sound like a retard. He's like, I'm going to beat them. Best Pokemon and get all the gems. <laughs> Just the stupidest voice possible. And it's hilarious. Okay, I'm done now. <laughs> I only watched one abridged, and that was Yu Gi Oh! And that was kind of funny. Oh, Dragon Ball Z abridged is the best. It, it's, the, it's the best ish. But Pokemon. I haven't seen all the Pokemon abridged, but I need to because the. It's, they have started with the first season, and it's just Brock, Misty, and Ash. And I think Pikachu talk. Oh, the joke is every episode Pikachu dies, and Ash just keeps getting a new Pikachu every episode. <laughs> I, I need to watch this. <laughs> That's the joke. Yeah, you'd love it. <laughs> I'm a horrible person. No, I'm a horrible person. You're just not nice. This is to true. Pikachu. Yeah, that reminds me. That's true. my buddy is the Santa Hat Pikachu because that's the only damn Pikachu I've seen in the however many months this <laughs> really? game has been out. Oh. To be fair, I've been How long have you been walking with that Pikachu because it's not even on your shoulder yet? I, I, I don't walk with this thing. I used to... I, I used to... Uh, uh, don't drive and text kids, but I used to have it in my little lap because there's Pokestops on the road to work and I would just kind of look down real quick and like flip the things but since they updated it to where when you hit the you're going too fast thing Pokestops don't do anything anymore so I said screw it and I haven't actually done anything with it in about two months mm, but you have to be there I, for I, five seconds within the vicinity of the Pokestop now okay that's the time for them thank you because I've been trying to figure that out for three months now thank you for <laughs> five seconds. that and yeah. also if you're driving or excuse me if you're a passenger Yes, passenger. and somebody's driving you, and there's a Poke stop coming, and you're going too fast. If you can time yeah. it out perfectly, where you hit the Poke stop and spin it before yeah. the, your little avatar gets past it, yeah. sometimes you can time it out where it actually will think you're there, and it'll spin it, and you it's like, yeah, screw <laughs> you, I win. <laughs> that that has happened a couple of times, but yeah, but I haven't walked with these things in a while. I need to. Oh, Pikachu just smiled at me. That's weird. <laughs> or, I opened the thing and Pikachu went ah! that that was weird or RJ do what I do take the back roads and when it's 25 miles per hour go 20 miles per hour and it'll still count your walks uh, I need to but I, I can't just I thought it was like 12 or 15 slow. now I've uh, it, 25 is the cutoff for speed okay it's 25 oh. that's what I was thinking because yep. I've I, uh, I've gone well, 20 before, and it just goes blazes through this. What I'll do is I have a little uh, phone holder for my car, and I'll put my phone right there, open up the game, and then I'll just start driving. And every so often, like, I'll hit the I'm a passenger, or i got to wake my phone up or whatever. Yeah. Which is fine, because I just got to use a fingerprint. But, <laughs> but I've noticed, like, the second I get to 25 miles per hour, Everything kind of just like shuts down and doesn't want to like like no Pokemon start appearing or anything like that. Yeah. There's nothing on the nearby we have list. We're going so. really slow for that to pop up now. Yeah, yeah. Compared to when the game first launched, they've done a lot to crack down on that. Yeah. <laughs> but all I do really is just to get Pokemon to um just or just to get my Pokemon steps mm. in, so, so I can yeah. get the candies and then I can just evolve them yeah. quicker. I, so that's I agree really with doing. the slow back road thing, but I can't do that like i my lead foot and truck would not say rj sounds like a guy that's got a lead foot <laughs> i does the camo hat not give it away <laughs> yeah that gives it away 
I, yeah. I'm just saying, I can't go slow on a back route. That's like blast. You can't go jump a ditch or a pro field approach. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> One, I've tried that. Two, not in this truck because the shocks are too bad on it. Three, I have I have done that. It's uh, it, it, it is as fun as it seems. Just have a vehicle with good shocks. And it's not top heavy. Although the Mythic Explorers are top heavy, like Ford Explorers, I may or may not have debunked that myth. Some are top heavy, but mine was not. <laughs> uh, it was a fun day. That concludes the Redneck portion of the Pokemon podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, we actually did ask a question for the episode. And we want to know if Pokemon Go has brought you or someone you know back into the Pokemon fandom. Uh, let's see. So, Doug, do you want to read the first one? Sure. On Twitter, SnarkySean at WonderCon, at SnarkySean. <laughs> I wonder if he's still at WonderCon. Um, so <laughs> it definitely has. I haven't played since Gen 5, and between this, Duel and Shuffle, it's back in my life. Oh, and fam- Fan Rom Hacks too. Nice. Um, Eric Dewey at Eric J. Dewey, who, for those who don't know, he is the uh, basically the runner of um, the Four Ride Radio Network, says, I hadn't played or watched anything Pokemon since the TCG a million years ago, until Go came out. Uh, Joshua Aaron Moore at Kentucky Jam said, I wouldn't say it's brought me back into the Phantom. Phantom. Into the Phantom. <laughs> <laughs> Phantom. Uh, <laughs> Who is the Phantom Ranger? <laughs> Since I've played every generation, but it's encouraged me to be more involved in it for sure. Panama Ranger at Panama Ranger said, I left the Gen 5 mostly because they forgot Black after Black 2 was released. I'm one of the few still playing Pokemon Go here. Well, you have friends on this podcast because we're all playing it too. Yes. Yeah. Um, John Donut Emoji at the Hless John said, it brought me back. I stopped playing after Emerald, then I returned with Moon. Great game. I'm going to get Omega Ruby next. And that's what I'm going to play next, too. Nice. I'm noticing uh, the trend, like, a lot of people stopped at, like, Gen 5 or something like that, or Gen mm-hmm. 3. And I'm like, y'all missed the greatest gen of them all, X and Y. <laughs> I will say... I played Emerald up like to that point, and then I came back in X and Y, and the Y was a great game. It really it, is. It, it, I need to go back and play the ones between Emerald and Y, but... So, I mean, Pokemon Go definitely brought back people into the fandom, I'd say. <laughs> I mean, me personally, if it wasn't for Pokemon Go, this podcast may not actually be happening right now, so... It could be a different I was actually talking about... <laughs> That's an idea for y'all, you know. <laughs> yeah, we should think about that. Um, I I was actually thinking about what you said, Kyle, just maybe a couple days ago, because I don't know. I, we've been doing this for a few months or a handful of months, whatever. And I was thinking, like, what was it that sparked that? I don't remember what sparked it. And then I thought about it. I was like, I think Pokemon Go sparked it. I think that's really, like, when yeah. we went to, uh, I think it was yeah, when we went to California and we saw so many people walking around. Um, and then Kyle and I started uh, talking, and then we played Pokemon Go there and whatnot. And I think, like, if we had to pinpoint one thing and we had to really attribute it to something, I think it would be Pokemon Go. Yeah, because, like, I remember, um, and it was actually a little bit before Power Morphicon, yeah. I remember I was uh, talking to Eric Dewey of the network, and I was like, hey, so I'm thinking about doing another podcast, maybe doing like a Pokemon one because it's so big right now. Everyone's loving it. And then I was like, I just got to find myself a co-host. Oh, hey. I think I remember oh. seeing like you post uh, quite a few things up on Twitter and stuff like that. And I was like, Doug would make a great co-host. And I know he knows how to podcast because he's done it with uh, uh, Eric from Ranger Man Power Hour on his Survivor episode. So. Which were cool. Oh, thank you. That reminds me. One, Doug, I can't wait for season three of that. I'm sure you and Eric have that <laughs> plan. Two, yeah. I want to see this. Pokemon Survivor. Oh, no, it's me. Pokemon Big Brother. <laughs> okay, yes. And Chase Rice cameos. Doug, <laughs> Doug gets that reference. No, I get it too. Okay. I don't. <laughs> Chase Rice is a country singer. He uh, was on Survivor before he actually became big. And then... Yes. 
And it's the only survivor I have watched only because of him, but I need to watch more because I am interested. Yeah, there are plenty of seasons with with, uh, players that I know you would like. Oh, I'm sure there are. I'm just... (laughs) Watch Australia. That actually sounds like a great idea. It's season two, but you will love Colby. That's I knew exactly why you were recommending that. <laughs> the original has, Survivor Cowboy. Yep. He has a southern style name and it's in Australia, which is pretty much the island of rednecks anyway. <laughs> yeah. All right. I'm going to go look that up later. <laughs> I did see uh, like a half hour of this new season that's on now of the premiere, and I thought of you, Doug, and I'm like, Doug would be proud. Yes. Yes. Completely by accident, but you would be proud. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh. All right. So I think that's about it. I mean, does anyone else have anything else they want to contribute before we head on out? I mean, I will say Pokemon Go has given me a reason to give a Pika about Pokemon again. Because after I played <laughs> nice. Y and I dropped off Omega Ruby. Omega Ruby. I don't think I ever finished it. But uh, I need to uh, when I get a new 3DS at some point. And in place on the moon that I completely forgot about until just now. Uh but Go has actually given me a reason to keep up with this stuff again, and hopefully they'll add more gens at some point, and I'll have even more stuff to try and get. But, you know, maybe if they add more gens, they'll add small towns to be able to get more than, like, one Pokemon a freaking day. Yes, please. Mm-hmm. You know, that's... I wouldn't know anything about that. <laughs> I, I just... Uh... Even Pokemon Go hates my town to get stuff. <laughs> I will say, the only of the Gen 2 that I've got multiples of is that one that Doug loves, I think, from previous episodes. The yellow and black sun kern. Yeah. yeah. I don't I don't have any of those, I don't think. <laughs> I've got multiples of those, but I remember hearing... Such a cool joke. <laughs> Everybody has it for me. <laughs> and also... I love this one. Sue, I can't say the name. But yeah. Um, again, y'all are a friendly <laughs> podcast, so I won't say why I like that, but someone will get the joke. It, it, <laughs> it looks like a joke waiting to happen. And its CP is 690, so it makes the joke even better. <laughs> That's nasty. That's nasty. No problem there, all Jay. Nah, uh, trust me, that's not the worst thing I can say. Just don't get in my head. <laughs> so, it sounds like that's, we've covered everything, right? Yes, yes. Uh, Luke. I can share my story. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. So, I, I, this is how I had the idea to ask you guys about about the podcast. It's because I started typing out my, my response to the question, and I'm like, this is way too much to write. I am not doing this. <laughs> so I never got out of the fandom of Pokemon, so to speak. There was always something that kept me going, and it was the Game Boy games that I always yeah. played. Red, blue, yellow, silver, gold. And when Pokemon Go came out, it's like it opened up a whole new a whole new world. Oh, sorry. <laughs> um, you know, and Normally, I'd play the Pokemon games in the wintertime when I'm not busy outside working at my job. And I haven't stopped playing Pokemon Go at all. And normally in the winter, I play a lot of Halo on Xbox. I I played once. (laughs) Going to gyms and catching Pokemon with my friends to, you know, to play it. So that was kind of interesting. I thought that, you know, I haven't quit playing this game. And that's crazy. (laughs) Well, it's so easy. It's just like in your pocket, you know, like you could play it literally whenever, wherever you have your phone. So it makes perfect sense. Yep. To me. Yeah. yeah. And I walk a lot, so little... it benefits me for hatching eggs and getting buddy stuff. So. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Otherwise, I probably wouldn't do it thing. if I didn't walk a lot. <laughs> What's the wrist thing called? The plus? Like Go the plus. Old... Okay, yeah, that's it. Because I know Vince said that at LexCon. He was just walking around getting all kinds of stuff. 
Yeah. I love my Go Plus. It's worth the money if you can get your hands on one. Awesome. I would use it like once or twice and forget about it. <laughs> I know I would. Very few things do I forget about. That would be one of them. Hmm. All right. So I think that pretty much wraps everything up. Uh, uh, Luke, uh, where can people find you? Um, at undead no nine, which is supposed to be number nine, but you can't put a hashtag on there because that's a hashtag on Twitter. Um, <laughs> I'm on Twitter, Instagram. Um, yeah, that's about it. At undead number nine, pretty cool. All right, and uh, RJ, where can people find you? Oh, uh, you can find me. Shameless plug at Explosions Bu, the <laughs> video cast. Uh, Reggie, Matt, and I have made for Explosions Behind Us. Thank you, Ziggy. Uh, quick shout out to Milo Cawthorn, uh, RPM Green. He was awesome to meet along with the rest of that cast at LexCon, and it was great to meet the inspiration behind our podcast name. Uh, but you can find me Explosions Bu. We do an episode whenever we can schedule all three of us to be together. <laughs> uh, I think at some point at the end of April we're going to have an episode. I don't know. But at Anime Redneck 96, as always, um, if you are <clears throat> like, if you like a bunch of redneck stuff and nerd stuff, you'll love me. Probably <laughs> not, though. I'll probably anger you with my tweets because I don't care. But Pokemon. <laughs> also, Charizard looks like a dragon. He is a dragon. I don't care what you say. Well, of course, you have a Megastone. Charizard is not a dragon. I don't. He just looks care. like one. I don't. I can knock you. out Charizard with a pebble for crying out loud. And Charizard can knock out your stupid steel Magneton easily too, buddy. What up? Yeah, I've been saving that for a long time. <laughs> See, Charizard's also flying, so if I can get a high enough speed stat, I can knock out Charizard first. That's true. Hmm. Yeah, but if... So they knock each other out. We're good. We're done. There we go. All right. (laughs) True. That's it. That's all there is. Let's just talk about our love for Heracross instead and how we can't catch him. It's not fair. Uh, Do love the design of that beetle. And that's it. So thanks for joining us on another adventure along the Victory Road. For information on episodes and contests or to give us feedback on the show, be sure to find the podcast on Twitter and Facebook at Victory Road Pod. And if there's something in the world of Pokemon you know a whole lot about and you'd like to appear on the podcast, let us know, just like Luke did. Until next time, we're headed back to the Pokemon Center to enjoy a nice Pokemon XYZ marathon. See you later. Bye. Bye. Check out www.4riderradio.com.